Hi folks, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Popcorn Profile. You can find us at Apple, Spotify, Overcast, Castro, Castbox, Pocketcast, Google, Stitcher and PC Addict. You can also check us out on NACA Media's website where you can also find some other good podcasts such as BizPod and Et2 Millennials and also you can check us out on Twitter at Popcorn Profile. Thanks for tuning in guys. Cheers. There's an old YouTube animated show called Batman and Piderman, and it's just really, like, really basic drawings of like a sort of a very circular Batman and a really circular Spider-Man. And Spider-Man doesn't walk; he just drags himself along the place with webs. I think I've seen these. It's old. That's like 2009, 2010s, internet. I was fourteen. Maybe. Yeah, I would have been 16. Yes, oh. I was also of an age. Well, it depends on what time in the year uh, for them. our ages. <laughs> don't, don't let them know. Louise would have been 22. Yes, <laughs> I have been 22 and will remain 22. <laughs> been 22 for 22 years! Beat up deep. Brap, bap, bap. <laughs> Louise tends to keep it that way, just with means, I guess. Beans. Memes, I guess. Maybe memes. I told Anton we'd play Minecraft at seven. <laughs> well, Anton's gonna join in, in the podcast. Yeah, Batman. But nobody's recording him though. Batman. Hey, Batman. Do you want to Still do your know. intro? Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the latest episode of Popcorn Profile. <laughs> Where uh, we talk about Batman. We're talking about Batman Our again. Batman. We're, we're, it's we're talking Batman about Profile. Batman Profile, where we're talking about Joe Schumacher's. Second Batman Schumacher, Batman the Batcorn Schum- profile, Bat- <laughs> the Pop Bat Batfile, the Pop Man profile, <laughs> Bat Bat Batfile, Batcorn Man file. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. We peaked the audio so hard. <laughs> but yeah, welcome. Welcome. You may recognise me. I'm Louise. And the other one that is joining me is Becca that can't <laughs> stop laughing. Backcourt man file really got me. <laughs> and as always, it is myself, Sam. Yay! Woo! That's everyone! Yay! Everyone is here! And today we're going to be talking about Batman and Robin, the, the second Joe Schumacher Batman movie. Which, considering reading the description on Amazon, made me think he was going to maybe think that he thought he was going to be making a lot more of these. What What was the description on Amazon? Don't tease like, us like that. It's kind of it's the, the second in Joel Schumacher's Batman series. It did. It was. It oh, just yeah. felt like they were trying to continue it. Even the way the film ends, it seems like they were really wanting that sequel. Yeah, mm. running at the camera. Yeah. All the way through this film, we make up most of it. Yeah, all the way through this film, I thought it was like I kept thinking it was Danny Elfman that did the music. I just assumed it's not. It's not. But it's inspired by though, isn't it? To try and keep it within the theme. Yeah, I think for consistency, they maybe like keep the main theme or like similar vibes. But no, no Elfman in this one, which is unfortunate because he great. Oh, but, and uh, just for the record, Becca, what I'm assuming you you will probably have the highest rated op- opinion of this film. What do you think of it? <laughs> 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 it's 
Sorry, we got visited by ghosts. Yeah. It happens. The, the audio in your end went all weird and crackly, so we weren't oh, sure if no. it was us or you. It's okay. They why hear you now. Why do you assume I have the highest opinion of it? Because I was really well, excited to watch this, and my opinion changed halfway through watching it. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> uh -oh. I do have the high... Well, Louise? That's fucking awful. I've, I've, uh, you swore! <laughs> oh. Penny in the jar! It's garbage awful. I, I do therefore have the highest opinion of it, but only because I, I really like Uma Thurman. <laughs> Uma Thurman. Uma She's th always I'm gonna kill also... you with a kiss. <laughs> what song was that? I don't know. Oh, okay. it, it kind of developed into Prince's kiss. Yeah, they won't really... The audience listening to this won't see how much you just sort of bounced up and down. <laughs> While singing Just that. imagine a small ginger person bouncing. <laughs> That's all the visuals you need. Oh man. But yeah, no. How would you rate this against Batman Forever? Coming like coming back off Batman Forever and then going into this. Like kind of back to back. Yes, Louise. Coming back off Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh for God's sake. Just cause that out. It's not funny. Uh oh. coming off of Batman. I, I, I've always enjoyed this Batman and Robin a lot more than Batman Forever. Yeah? Do you want a sneaky wee fun fact? Go for it. So sneaky. The Batman and Robin was supposed to be called Batman Forever, but spelt four, the number four oh, that ever. That makes a lot more sense. And then Batman Forever was supposed to be called Batman and Robin, because that's when Robin shows up. But for some reason they named... Batman Forever, Batman Forever. And so then they had named the next one Batman and Robin, even though Robin's already there. That actually explains a whole lot more yeah. why I'm getting hella confused. Yeah, they were supposed they to have the other one's names. It's like Greenland and Iceland all over again, but with Batman. Hey, but Greenland and Iceland... <laughs> yeah, it was on Poipus. Yeah, they rep themselves. Yeah, but, like, you know, Batman's just doing it to uh, confuse us. Iceland, though. Yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh... I will say, with my like kind of like basic thoughts to start with, I preferred George Clooney to Val Kilmer. Just <gasps> George Clooney was amazing. George Clooney killed it within the first few minutes, and we're like, "Wow, yeah, that's Batman." Whereas, and when he was Bruce Wayne, we're like, "Wow, yeah, that's Bruce Wayne." Whereas, in the last one, we needed uh, him to introduce himself. No, we needed. We just needed a reminder. We needed Jim Carrey to come up and be like, "Wow, Bruce Wayne," and then some other guys be like, "It's Batman." Yeah, Alfred did a lot of like, "Ah, oh, Master Wayne," and we were like, "Oh, right, okay." Yeah, that whereas one's in, with Clooney, it's it's just like he actually got to say, "I'm Batman," which he is the most did. badass thing you ever want to be able to say in a Batman I, film. I really wanna. feel like he should have done more Batmans. And when you were like, "Yeah, he hasn't," that was it. That's all the Bruce Bruce Wayney. That's Brucey all the Bruce George Clooney you get. Yeah. I was real. I was real sad because he was. He was great. He was great, and he couldn't turn his neck. <laughs> oh god, not better with his like shoulder movements, you know. Like I feel like him and Arnie had the worst time trying to move in their suits. It just <laughs> yeah, seemed like an absolute Arnie. nightmare. There's just parts where like, like the stuntman in the freeze costume just goes flying, and it just looks like the weirdest, most stiffest thing ever. It's yeah. like they're just moving, well, that might have or like been a stick just through the, the air. Suit, though. With like a dummy in it, that might have not had a person in it. I want you to know that when Sam said Arnie, my brain filled in Arnold Rimmer from Red Dwarf, oh, and I got very oh. confused as to where Chris oh, Barry was in this Arnold, film. Arnold, Arnie. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I really liked his uh, ice boobs. 
Nice to meet you. Wait, I got he... boobs. <laughs> Here's the thing. I never... On his pecs, he yeah, had yeah, just little titties. Li- 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 uh, Are we open... allowed to say titties? You can, you can say it. I, I choose not to. You can't. Okay. But he had on it little, little windows full of water, and you could like put fish in there, or even just color the color the clear kind of color thing. It was yeah. kind of boob height. Put, put some like food coloring in there. <laughs> well, it was already blue. Oh yeah, you made purple. Right. Have a little bit of fun. Deep blue. <laughs> put some oil in there. Look at the different ways in which they lay on each other. Oh, and then you put like a thicker substance yeah. in there, and then it goes to the bottom like a and lava then, lamp. And then when he gets thrown. You think it's gonna get messed up, then it rates itself again. It'd be like a fun experiment. Experiment? You experiment. Thrown. I feel like you're starting to lose it'd your mind. A, it'd be a fun experiment uh, within your own pectoral muscles. <coughs> I mean, aside from it, aside from his ice boobs, aside from his ice boobs, I like. I remember being a lot of ice puns. I didn't realize it was literally almost every single thing oh, yeah. that comes out it's of his whole, mouth. Like non. Script. It's like non-stop. Actually, Batman and Robin is also an ice pun. That that one lady in his ice cavern who yeah, comes up to flirt with him just what? to be a go, talk about a cold shoulder, yeah, and then what, leave. Vivica A. Fox is in the film for like t- like a whole 40 seconds. A whole scene. <laughs> yeah, and then she disappears. And then and she like, walks off, you know, stage left, and we never why, see her again. <laughs> why would you try and flirt with a man who's about to go visit his cryogenically frozen wife? I feel like it was purely a setup for... Oh, now there's the explanation of oh, why doesn't he want to bang the hot? Lady? I feel like it's, it's a co- it's a setup life. for the cold shoulder line. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot because I was trying to remember the order of events, right? Yeah, this Which is a fun game. Typically, with films, things lead into each other, yeah. and I just with this whole film, there's so many like I don't know so what happened at in what the order. Start. They're mm-hmm. they fighting people. They go to the museum. They fight. Yeah, freeze. they fight. But the they end, fight Ice the Man. end was fighting Iceman. The whole thing it's is just fighting Iceman. Yeah, the whole start. Nothing interesting was like fighting Iceman, and then Robin gets froze. Yeah. And Iceman thought, escapes with the diamond. I thought the frozing effect was quite good. The freezing effect. I quite liked how how kind of plasticky but realistic fake plasticky it looked. I liked how the gun That's sounded. It always sounded like it was like just someone sort of like just like going like <laughs> when it stops firing. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give us that sign one more time? <laughs> Wonderful. Wasn't that good? I'm sorry. Wonderful. But what you can do is you can in the edit you can take that and then do another one of it, but reverse the second one so you like. <laughs> <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> and you can just suck in and out endlessly. That's oh. delicious. Um, like I yeah, I... Iceman. I I was impressed with his makeup. And how long and how much he would have had to uh, sit down and do that for. We've been watching Star Trek. We know how long people take to get makeup like that now. It's a long time. Yeah, it's 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 a minute. I uh, I remember. It's more than a minute, Sam. <laughs> yeah, one no. whole minute. One whole minute. I literally <laughs> got that gun from The Simpsons. You just shoot <laughs> your face and you're fully makeup up. I literally watched a YouTube behind the scenes video for the Auntie Donna show where Zach literally gets makeup to look like Alfred Hitchcock for four hours for three seconds of a sketch. Yes. <laughs> and was it worth it? Probably. Probably not. I mean, I thought it was pretty funny, but you know. Mm. I don't know. I still prefer when it goes blue. That's a commitment. Yeah, you don't... Like, painting over your eyebrows like that. Yeah. 
Takes a lot of... Can confirm, if you make your face entirely green for three nights in a row, your eyebrows will go a little bit green. Takes oh a boy. lot of commitment to paint your eyebrows, and also a lot of skill. It's well, easy. probably had a makeup person there. Well, yeah, so did Star Trek, but that doesn't stop Brent Spiner's eyebrows from going Hayward. Oh, poor Brent Spiner and his eyebrows. <laughs> anyway, Iceman. Pretty fun. I, I, he's got a decent motive. He has like a little house coat, as you call them. Yeah. A dressing gown at one point, which I thought was quite cute. That he, I think he is maybe oh, the like, cutest of the, the villains, because he didn't ask to be Iceman. It was no. thrust upon him like a cold shoulder. <laughs> God, Becca. I will just leave. Bye. I will just leave. But I just found it funny that he was like sitting in his house coat, smoking a cigar in his ice yeah, cave. Yeah, the cigar bit was weird because it wasn't lit and it wasn't smoking. Like usually you can do little fake smoke particle, you know, or you can add like particle effects in post. But no, he just had an unlit. Yeah. I was gonna say because isn't is it like the heat? The heat is real bad for him. He cannot go yeah, above a certain I didn't temperature. Get that. Maybe they were like, we need him to look rich, and so gave him a cigar? Question Maybe mark. he was doing a sick before it was written, uh, the Fault in Our Stars reference. There's cigars in Fault in Our <laughs> There's Stars. There's cigarettes, and the well, the, different, the guy in it never lights them, he just always has them between his lips, and he's like, it's about the potential to kill you, or something like that, I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> really, it's really weird, and like, I remember know, you'd it think and a teenager it was could dumb. write it, but it wasn't, it was John Green. <laughs> But like I, I also like the fact that with that scene, you also get the continuation of the Gotham supervillains having their henchmen in costumes as part of the job. <laughs> Look, you got to make a brand, okay? I run a company, and I know the importance of brand identity. And <laughs> I know if I was to have an event where I would be publicly representing my brand, I would, I would wear merch. I would get my helpers to wear merch. I would wear your merch. There we go. We've already we're basically halfway to being a supervillain. Yeah, get your, already. Well, you get your equivalent of the back credit card. Mate, that was so that bit <laughs> triggered me a lot because to get a credit card, not only do you have to have a bank account like set up in that name with that branding or whatever, but like for a bank account, you need like proof of residency. Where's he gonna put the fucking Wayne Manor? The Batcave. He's like... gonna put the Batcave. <laughs> Yeah, as anyway. bad as it was, it, was so it, it did follow on from one of my favorite lines, which is when they were. <laughs> I hated it. I hated well, it so much. When they were like fighting over money and they're like, one million, and Robin's like, to five million. And Bruce is like, and you don't have that sort of money. He's like, I'll just borrow it from you. Yeah. Loved that. That's a good thing. Best away. interaction between them. There was one other one that I really loved, but I can't remember it, it now. It was equally as dumb. Equally as dumb. Equally probably said by Robin. But like, yeah, that. <laughs> I'll borrow it from you. Loved it. Was it or was it like a lot the, of the film is like? Wait, that. is it the first two lines that those guys say is just like the bat? The Batmobile comes up in the cave, and they're always like, "I want the car." Chicks take the car, and then brought, Batman just turns and goes, "This is why Superman works alone." And then he jumps into the yeah. Batmobile. Yeah. Oh It's man. it's meant to be like ooh tensions in paradise or whatever, but also like every single word said by almost everyone, except for maybe Clooney sometimes feels like you could look at it being read in the script you know i feel like they maybe had very little rehearsal time for this possibly so like you know and a lot of the lines are one-liners but you can't have every single line in a film be a one-liner otherwise what i mean you unless you're arnie in which writing? case literally every single one of his lines is a one-liner yeah, but like <laughs> i don't know there was a lot of i there was a lot of substance in my batman film <laughs> i just i don't know it was fun to watch but like man 
I'm I'm struggling to remember it. No, that could just be me. Can we but... talk about Bane and Poison Ivy then? Oh my god, I totally oh forgot them in this film. <laughs> I know I'm already forgetting. Well, I, I remember being. I forget about her amazing outfits. It just it feels like a different film. Well, I remember yeah, the bit where the mad you know? scientist like pushes her into the, the venom, and then she kind of just gets eaten by plants, and then she just comes up no, and then she kills gets eaten them. By snakes. And then kills her. And, and I was just like, how did he you? He pushes her into poison because she's poison ivy. Yeah, yeah she push, push, pushes her into, her into poison push and into ivy poison. and snakes, and somehow, poison plus ivy plus snakes plus dirt, and I guess plus some time equals Uma Thurman <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> somehow then the, you know they ran the numbers somewhere well, they um, go I, I know what to do if I want to glow up <laughs> yeah go witness your boss doing something really bad so they murder you so then you can become well the, he, and then you figure out that if you kiss them murder. you kill he them he was like join me yeah and then and, she was like no fuck you yeah and then he uh, murdered her uh, frick you the same happens with Catwoman two oh, films earlier. Uh, yeah. yeah. So at this point, and then what, the same happens with Harley Berry Catwoman. Yeah, so what? What super? What super villains within DC that are Woms did not get murdered? Harley Quinn. But she got jumped into acid. She was Joker's she? therapist. It's like and then chemicals, just like... not acid. All right. And that's only in some versions. Oh okay. I, I uh, Cheetah so maybe. Wonder Woman's nemesis Cheetah. I cannot speak on that film. I've not watched it yet. I don't. I just know she's in the comics. That's it. It's given me too much PTSD from Cats 2019. That's our rendition of Cats for you. Oh, were you talking to your cat there or to your? No, there's a fly. There's a fly. We can see it. Well, the audience can't see it as this we is a saw it. this is a recorded audio podcast. But we saw the fly flying about. Made a cameo. Spaniel's room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Batman and Robin podcast featuring the fly. Lady. Oh yeah, introducing new guest star. Talia Al Ghul is a villain in Batman who does not uh, get murdered. She does the murder in. She's like an assassin lady. Oh, she does a lot. She does a lot of murder. She does a lot more. It also seems to be one of the Batman villains that also ends up sleeping with Bruce Wayne. Wow. Well, yeah, in The Dark Knight Rises. Well, it would be weird if all the other... Uh, you know, it would be weird if he just slept with all the supervillains. It's usually only Catwoman. Well, yeah, I guess she's meant to be grey area, right? Yeah. Talia's an interesting the, one though. because she also has Batman's kid who then becomes one of the Robins. Like what? Damian Wayne. Oh, we, can't, look, we cannot get yeah, into no, the Yeah, no, we don't get into again. the Robin thing. I explained it like twice to Louise, and Louise has enough Robins. But you know who else is in a grey area and sometimes helps out with Batman and me. sometimes is Batman's greatest uh, and most intelligent nemesis? Yeah, me. Bane. Oh, yeah, this is oh. They did Bane dirty in this I was going to say, Bane me. got done so dirty. I was literally explaining... Like well, no, I was literally saying to Liv, like, so, they, they did him so bad in this, it makes me so upset that he's just chunky muscle boy and that's all he does well the origin is right because I was curious because you were asking about which one was the most accurate one and I yeah, looked it up because one was moulded by the streets <laughs> yeah Tom Hardy was moulded by the darkness or whatever and that that's weird Nolan verse <laughs> wait yeah. do we even have a cup in here like uh, this this might do from, from what I remember from oh, my, yes, Batman. My, my little Batman book I had as a little boy which had all like the villain profiles and it was like Bane was like serving his dad's life sentence and basically yeah. just yeah. got the living snot 
BR of him constantly, and then he was in the the Venom experiments, which then was how he bulked up. And then, but you know, he was actually clever about it. Like they make a big thing, like the bit in the Dark Knight Rises where Bane breaks his back. That was a thing that actually happened in the comics where he just made Batman tired by releasing everyone from Arkham. And he was just fighting criminals constantly every night for about a month. And then Bane just I followed think, him back to the Batcave and broke his back. I think this is the tricksy thing about this film. Is it's just making y'all think about other films and other media. Well, <laughs> and we're kind of. The, like, the but film like, itself. I don't particularly think that uh, Tom Hardy's Bane is a good Bane either. I think he's good in his own way, but I don't... I don't think he also reaches the peak of what Bane can be. I think this one had the potential, but then, like, you know, just putting down the bomb. That bit where he's driving Poison bomb. Ivy in the car. Oh, he's, he's got, got the, the, he's he's like the door on. He's a little trilby. It's very funny. Loved oh. it. Hated it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, did th- I did quite... I will say this with the film. I did, I, I did like Uma Thurman as well, because, I mean, Uma Thurman's great. When is she not great? Um, yeah, I'm very biased towards this film because Poison Ivy is probably my favourite of the villains. That's so, like, fair. the one live-action bit of Poison Ivy I can get, I'm like, yes, give me more, and then they didn't, and I got uh, sad. Have you seen anything on that, like, animated DC show with Harley Quinn where Poison Ivy's in it quite a lot and her and Harley are buddies? I have not seen it. I have heard many a thing about it. Buddies. Gal pals. Alright, that'd be... You know, Gal Pals have been taking out Gotham. Like, absolute mad, mad woman. Gotham Gal Pals. Gal Pals. <laughs> but, like, it kind of... Gotham Pals? Ah, that's a different thing. Oh, but it's like the bit where, um... There, there are some stuff where I'm kind of, like, questioning what the heck is going on in this film, where it's like, uh... You know, Ivy pulls the plug on Freeze's wife, and then Batman's like, no, we got there in time, she's safe. It's like, we managed to... I don't know what did I do. Did she just turn the switch off in the tank? Did she just take her out? I, I don't know. Like, like I, you she, know, she made it so it wasn't bubbly. <laughs> yeah, she turned off the jacuzzi did. function. <laughs> yeah, like I'm fine with things like that because, like, you know, weird science, cryogenically freezing people. We don't know how to do that. You can argue with me that yeah, taking out a tube will kill someone. But yeah, but when get the little necklace when Batman is tied by Ivy. Through the roof, yeah, and then somehow manages to cam. get his crotch cam on a perfect shot of her being like, and as I said to the crazy gal and one woman show or whatever weird yeah, line she comes out with. Also, it's like they just use the footage from that scene, which is like the right way up and like from a low angle, so it just doesn't make any sense. How like they couldn't have even have given it to Batgirl, who was standing opposite Ivy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was in a good film and distance and sound location, but no, Batman has to get all the credit because he's oh. the Batman. Well, he doesn't do much otherwise, apart how, how, from get seduced a little. How, how do we and feel? And then about... forget Alfred, you know. Oh, I was gonna say sorry. How, how do we feel about Babs, Barbara Gordon? Oh, not Barbara Gordon, Barbara Wilson. Is it Wilson? I I want Gordon. Barbara Gordon. I want Barbara Gordon too, but like Gordon is literally nothing in these films. It, I said when we were watching it that she felt a lot like the cheerleader in Heroes. Yeah. And I think that's just I think that's just the way it be sometimes How? with nineties films. Is that a yeah. good thing or a bad it, it thing? Was, uh, I've I've not seen she Heroes. She has I, good no. moments but she's very much like 
a teenage girl. Like an American valley girl, teenage girl kind of. Yeah. And and the sort of, I'm going to be tough and I'm so strong and ah, you boys. And, it you know, I don't know. It was just a little bit kind of great to have more women kicking ass. Um, but also I was just, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm just being so negative on such a dumb film. Yeah, I think we can't look too much into the film. There is cute moments that like, you know, when they have to figure out the computer services and that, and it's Barbara who does it because mm. she's a giant computer nerd and she uh-huh. becomes the person yeah, who runs keep, all the tech I, stuff. I like that they keep referring to Oxbridge being Cambridge and Oxford because I think they didn't decide wh- where they wanted her to yeah. go. So they just kept referring to, oh, well, just the Oxbridges. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like the last one really had like a set plot and a substance and main characters. When is this? Because we've got so many characters introduced at the start with Ivy, Batman, Robin, Barbara, Freeze, you know, Freeze's wife. It, it just, it started getting like a little bit complicated. I think that nobody quite had enough time to be a character in any yeah, scene. I was explaining to you about Scarecrow in the Nolan so films. Confused. And that I really appreciated that he was like one of the, well, the big bad in Batman Begins. And it was like, oh, how's Batman going to defeat him? And then he does defeat him. But that doesn't mean Scarecrow goes away forever. He still, you know, he still shows Dark up. Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah. he's just there memeing about. He's, a, he's in a... In, in Dark Knight, it was when he was in the... It was like near the start of the car park, wasn't it? Like, he was there. It was yeah. Like, yeah, and then Batman yeah, takes him down. Yeah, Batman takes him And then in Dark Knight Rises, he's like the judge in the, in the hall yeah. when Bane takes over. That's great. That's cool stuff. And it's... Yeah, it's things like that that I love. It's like, stop incompatible. Uh, I'm not gonna try and say that word. Stop just getting rid of your villains. The we like villains because they reappear and we know them and we know what they've done. We don't like to be told. That's why people in like Harry Potter really like Bellatrix because you know what Bellatrix done. You're like, wow, two books ago you killed that person. No, get lost. We don't want you to win. And then like Marvel, it's like whenever like Thanos showed up, you're like, we know what Thanos has done. Or when Loki shows up and gets a new character arc, you're like. Wow, look how much he's grown from what he's done. I guess I appreciated that... Um, oh, no, he still had a little bit of Batman-esque oh, he, he... PTSD of, oh, I remember when Alfred was young and we see, like, a slow... Yeah, he kept, shot. like, sort of seeing young, his younger self rolling about the mansion. And I guess, is that just a Batman thing that he's constantly thinking about the no, past I, and his parents dying? I don't dying? like that. Because Even... I keep... That's that's my impression from the little Batman I've seen is that Batman is either obsessed with his parents dying or him being a child. You know what I had same vibes to? Same vibes as when Mandalorian gets his armor made, <laughs> and it's like Mando, baby, just don't sit there while she makes your armor. Just don't experience that PTSD. Room. Just get away from it. And it's like. Yeah. Batman, hun, just don't look at your younger ghost self. <laughs> Stop looking at pearls and being like, my mother wore pearls. <laughs> my mother was a woman. <laughs> sees, sees a rose. My mother held a rose that one time. It's like, oh, I should do it with roses What are we going to do pearls? when, um, how do we think, how do we think uh, the Batman, like the Robert Pattinson film is going to play it? I'm sure it'll be fine and everyone will be like, yeah, and I'll be like, I hate it. I am just excited for it to have uh, villains that we've never seen live action before. So who we got? We got Paul Dano as the Riddler. Who yeah, we've seen well, before. We've had but... The Riddler, but Hush. Wait, Hush is in the Batman? Supposedly. No. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. But, like in the trailer when that the the things on the guy's face, 
and everyone's like, oh, it's the Riddler. People are like, no, it, it's got to be Hush. But that seems... Look into this. Look at, watch the trailer again with this new uh, perspective of Hush. Oh, that'd be good. Uh, he's doing it right now. Oh, Louise has died, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm just sleeping. Louise is sleeping. Your fin- final... What, uh, out of your three uh, Schumacher films you've seen. You're going to have to remind me what the first one was. The first one was Lost Boys. Oh, yeah. Lost Boys was really great. The second one was Batman Forever. Which was... Yeah, the other one. That one was pretty good. Jim Carrey was really solid. Then this one. The, I really didn't like this one. So they're going in descending order. Pretty much. Yeah. So Phantom's going to probably tie us off with the worst. Yeah, I think so. I think we really started off with the best and we're going to end with the worst. Is Phantom, how bad is Phantom? Not appear yeah, you don't one. you don't have to appear for Phantom. To be honest, I don't really want to watch Phantom again. Oh but no, because you do like Phantom. I do like Phantom. I really enjoy Phantom of the Opera, but god damn, I'd rather watch the stage version. Anyway, that's the next podcast. Batman. Where? Yeah, where are you? Where does this one sit? <laughs> Batman of the Opera. I like I like this one more than Forever. So it's like Lost Boys, Batman and Robin, then Batman Forever. So you, oh, okay. So like almost like mine, but the Batman's are flipped. Yeah, I, okay. I'm the same. But with, that's because Poison Ivy. Love. I'm the same with uh, Louise, but it's de- it's de- it's descending order. I will say, I think my biggest issue with Batman Robin is I just I feel like the, the same as you. I feel like the pacing's all over the place. I think it literally. I we got to like 45 minutes in, and I was like, we still got an hour and a half to go. <laughs> Why? <laughs> just that, like this, you know, each scene is like a little bit too long, and and I feel like. There's, there wasn't a lot of dialogue but you know sort of events happening felt a bit long there was just you know individual shots felt a bit long and then I think overall that just made the pacing kind of really off there was no nothing quick about yeah. this film in the same way that the last one we had some really quick snappy flashy moments you know all of the quickness is gone from this if I could get my green boys in a film together I don't care who the Batman mm-hmm. is but give me Uma Thurman Poison Ivy and Jim Carrey Riddler and I will be a happy gal. We'll edit that up for you. Thank you. Watch the this. Green Boys, they're the best villains. Watch this, they'll, they'll work it in like one of the, the DC shows where they've got Michael Keaton to come back as Batman. <laughs> Apparently, Uma Thurman's too old to play Poison Ivy anymore and we disagree. Oh, you shut yeah. the fuck... No! <laughs> exactly. Bad enough made Sam swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, that's so dumb! Well, yeah, you can't have double like Michael Keaton's come back. Michael Keaton's way older than Uma Thurman. What are you talking about? Yep. Oh, but yeah, no, I think I I did I I love Arnie in this. I I have a lot of fun with Arnie. Arnie's a great time. But like, there's some scenes that I just remember being really weird. Like I remember the bit where like there's bits where like like uh, Joe Clooney, Bruce Wayne is like walking around the mansion. I swear it feels like this bit where he like walks out the Batcave. He's all of a sudden like like he's walking up to his hall. And it feels like he's just walking into Alfred's room. Where Alfred's lying all sad. In his sideways bed. Yeah, there was a shot of Alfred at the computer and the bed behind. And it was like no. at, at an angle to the rest of the room. And we were like, is that his bed? Like, what is that? And yeah, that's his bed. But can Bizarre. can we talk about that scene where Barbara tries to password hack <laughs> Alfred's CD-ROM? <laughs> for like 20 minutes. <laughs> Alfred. Uh, Barbara. Mm. Mm. Bruce mm. but we yeah and it looked at the photo and I was like oh doesn't it say peg on it and you were like oh it's maybe a different one and then it cuts back to it and then the writing is there no 
I believe what happened was you made a joke about it being pegging because you were saying that Alfred likes to be pegged. I want Sam to know that though. Cut that out. Did, did I Louise's need to version. know that? Oh. Yeah. But oh, yeah, what? it ended up just being peg and it was disappointing. Yeah, it was the handwriting on the photo. Yeah. Was just not there in one of the shots. Like yeah. I feel like there were a couple little tiny consistency things like that, which for me as like a person who likes those little details it sort of diminishes it a little bit for me yeah because we actually had a like a debate over whether or not she was in alfred's room or her own room because she was like i've got the same picture of my mother on my desk and then alfred's one had the the writing on it and her one didn't and so when it didn't have the writing on it we're like is she in her office but no she was in alfred's they just didn't have the writing on it for a shot yeah it's just yeah, some of that kind of felt a bit weird, and I think like Sorry, I feel like some of the tones of the scenes felt really kind of weird. Like I remember the bit where it's like you, you get the moment between Bruce and Alfred when Alfred's lying in his bed, sick, and there's just a bit where like George is just like stroking his face, and like kind of yeah, do this like sort of weird, weird soft scene. smile, yeah. do this like weird soft smile, and like dude, I don't. What's the emotion I'm supposed to feel here? Because I feel a bit weird. I feel like George Clooney was just kind of memeing this whole film. But, like, having a meme Batman was still better than, like, zero expression Batman. Oh, God, no, yeah, no. Like, me and Liv were saying this when we watched it, that, that George Clooney was just, he was way better immediately. Mm. Pretty much. But that bike scene, the bike chase scene where Barbara and Dick are on the bikes or whatever, we, like, started watching that scene, got distracted, had a chat, went on our phones, and then looked up and the scene was still happening. <laughs> Yeah, so they're like yeah, we... they're they're boosting down that not LA like sinkway yeah. in Gotham. We've got like a good sense of how long a scene should be, and like I'm I'm a terrible person because I'll sometimes just skip forward and skip through certain scenes and stuff. Like if it's TV shows, it's two characters talking. <clears throat> I know what it's going to be about. I don't need to watch the scene. It's fine. And so yeah. I'll sometimes skip ahead and this was one of those moments where like every scene in length did felt a bit off yeah and so I think the whole movie you're right the pacing was just not there right. was literally a shot of Robin that lasted a bit too long at the end of a scene and you could see the actor like, like strike his pose we, and then kind of like are we cutting yeah do the little little, little shift thing for like uh, are we done are, are, are we you gonna call cut <laughs> Joel sir please oh. monsieur Monsieur Schumacher, Monsieur Schumacher, s'il vous plaît. Who was it that played uh, like Barbara again? Uh, is it Lisa Silverstone? Yeah. I was Barbara. Because I only remember as Thingy from Clueless. Like, she's the lead in Clueless, and I was very surprised to see her here. And she, like, she was great in that. And, like, again, oh. she, she kind of did her part here, but it just kind of felt like. It felt like. F- for her, that she, she, she I, th- I, I felt like, uh, like some of the actors just kind of felt like they, they were just kind of there for the paycheck, and that's about it. I think that's with a lot of Batman, sadly. Yeah. I want to be in Batman? Sure. So, <sighs> but Samuel, where, where, if you had to make a Batman, like, you know, where, I mean, I don't want to say where would you set it, because it would be Gotham, but do you know what I mean? Like, who's in it? When is it? Where is it? Now that we've seen a lot of Batman, what what do you think would be a perfect melange to make up Batman? Oh, I'm trying to think because I'd like to see one of like the weirder Batmans. There's a really cool one set in Victorian Gotham called Gotham by Gaslight, and it's all oh, about wow. 
it's all about a Batman who has been bitten by a vampire trying to da- track down vampires in and around Gotham. You're for reals. Yeah, that's that's for reals. Gotham by Gaslight is really <laughs> oh cool. Oh my god. Has really cool gothic art style as well. That, that shit's rad. Vampires and Batman. I forget the vampires. You're one crux. To be fair, that like it is like a weird spin-off one, and I I can't remember the last time it got reprinted. So it's it was it was one of these ones in the the, the book, my little Batman book as a as a, as a little sandboy. Oh, your bat book. Nerd. Bat, yeah. Sandboy bat book. The sandboy bat book <laughs> went next to my big green Hulk book. <laughs> um, sandboy Hulk book. Like it looked really cool. Like Batman actually looked kind of scary when he was getting like sort of impulses to drink blood. Like they, they drew him really, really like. It's like horns on his bat suit. Is that why they cast Robert Pattinson? Sorry, you were saying. Yeah, I don't know who I. I don't know who I would get to play Batman. But I feel like if we were gonna have like, if there was like a lead of the the vampires, I'm assuming it would be like a Joker. Maybe a Joker. Michael Sheen. Maybe it's. Yeah. I wasn't thinking Michael Sheen. I know you want to do that for the Twilight Link. But like Michael I, I, Sheen is the Joker. Oh no! In I, I could vampire see Vampire Batman. I, no, I'd like I'd like Ray Fiennes to be like a distinguished vampire leader in Vampire Batman because he can do some like really freaky roles. I also thought his name was Ralph, but <laughs> it could be his brother. Oh. Uh, Sam will do as he do do. I do the do do. Is are we just thinking of different people? Oh. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'd I'd do I'd I'd make a Gotham by Gaslight film. That would be rad. <laughs> Hell, I'll Google it and then send it to you after the podcast is done, so you can have a look at it because it is really cool. Who is Ray Fines? R A I P H F I E N N E S. He's Voldemort. It's Voldemort. That's Ralph. Ralph. That was Rafe. Look, you're asking me to spell things. It's it's absolutely Ralph. Ray. Oh, there's Rafe Huber. Oh, Rafe Huber. <laughs> oh, do we have to show him over there? Yeah, but no, I think he'd be great. But I can't see. It just says f- finds. Ralph. I, I swear to God, you pronounce it's it Rafe. Ralph. I it's Ralph. Ralph. I know it's spelled yeah, it's that, not but even got an I. It's not even got an I in it. R A L P H. Ralph. Oh my god, sorry. Now that we're looking at Ralph Fiennes, it's reminding me of The English Patient and why on earth I ever watched that film at all. Okay, but yeah, Ralph. He'd, he'd be my villain. I'd pick him as my villain. Okay. And then... With, a, with or without a nose. <laughs> with or without what? A nose. His choice. He could pick. <laughs> Ooh! What if he wants two noses? Would you allow that? But I'd like allow one it. on his chin. I was thinking like a mirror effect, the so ones on his forehead. Oh, maybe I... three. Forehead, <laughs> nose, and chin. A five-headed Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd allow that. He's I'd not... respect the method. He's not a, a what, that shark. D- that dragon where you cut off its head and you get more. And oh, no, for I... my Batman... I, I watched Hercules. I should know this. And for my Batman, I'd pick uh, I'd pick Charlie Cox, the guy that played Daredevil on Netflix. Daredevil. Oh, nice. Nice. I, like you know, he was he was great in Daredevil. He was superb. I really liked him in that. I think I think he could do a good Bruce Wayne. And mm. uh, yeah, that's my Batman film, guys. Wonderful. <laughs> Gotham by Gaslight. Ray Fiennes is the villain. Uh, 
Charlie Cox's Batman. Who was your picks? Did you get you guys came up with ones, didn't you? We came up with really stupid ones that we aren't going to repeat because they're really stupid. But <laughs> Very dumb. In terms of Batman films, I really want one that either A focuses more on the villains because Batman's old and done, or B focuses on like the yeah. Robins or the Batgirls or the other sidekicks that he has, and not Batman because Batman's overdone. Mm. I want Batman film that doesn't focus on Batman. I'd like. I'd like. Uh, I think is a cool one. It'd be nice to have like a Batman film where it, like it's starts off with the Robin and everything's going on in Robin's life but then they, you see Batman stuff going on in the background and then everything kind of just yeah. everything in the life kind of leads up to them then becoming the the, the Robin of the of the next film and then the film kind of just ends after they've kind of like once they've joined up with him I want a Batman film that's the Batman equivalent of that episode of Buffy where we just follow Xander oh you want the Zappo you want the Zappo of Batman the, movies the, the Zappo but you're close, hun. I was far off. <laughs> and every so often you just bump, like, you know that scene where they bump into Buffy and Angel? Like that, but Batwoman and Catwoman. Yeah, yeah but they have that with Doctor Who. And so you basically want the best movie. episode of Buffy as a Batman film? I wouldn't go that far. I really like I the Zeppel. I want a episode of Buffy as a Batman I film. like the Zeppel a lot. <sighs> I would like um, a Batman that doesn't show me the origin story. Yeah. That doesn't have horrible flashbacks to yeah. the same stuff that we've always seen. Yeah, we know his parents die. And yeah. I, I would like it to remain really simple. Yeah. I think a bit of action, but it doesn't have to be super gruesome. Um, I think much more akin to that original TV show. Kind of campy, kind of doofy, but like generally good fun. Really interesting like male role models. You actually have characters. I'd, I'd rather have a much character heavy Batman. Yeah, agreed. Um, you Same. know, doesn't get to know the villains. There is no like, ah, and we're villains and we're going to debate and we're going to make deals with you. Just, no, he doesn't. He just does his job and he goes home. Yeah. That's what I want for a Batman. Sweet. Thank like, you. Wh- one of the one of the best things about Joker and Batman's relationship in, like, comic stuff, and they even touch on it in Dark Knight as well, is that... <clears throat> is that like joker has said before is like it's like even in like arkham asylum and things like that like they say li- literally you're just as you're just as crazy as i am because there's got to be something inside you that makes you dress up as a bat and literally kick the snot out of criminals while putting your life on the line the only difference the only difference between us is that you do it for good yeah well, well but no but the joker like that's, tortures and that's an intense people. debate that louise is too tired for <laughs> <laughs> that's okay that's okay like I get the haha we're two sides of a coin but also like the Joker like is clinically in a hospital and Batman seems to be successful enough and stable enough to like run a company yeah. so yeah. they're kinda not though hun you're just the same as me says the psychiatric patient to the billionaire yeah you know like there's <laughs> I don't know I don't want to piss off bat, bat fans don't want to piss off the billionaires that listen to this podcast sponsor us please <laughs> Make billionaires can't sponsor us. I don't know where this goes in my big rank of films because if I go load it up, um, the Discord will break and we won't. That's fine. To I've got it. I've but... got it. Th- I've got it third last. It's, it's above dragged. <laughs> nice. It's above Stepford Wives. That's as far as I want to put it. Wow. Wow. I'm sure we can make you watch. That's what I got. That's what I got with it. You wait until next week. <laughs> well, for the opera just to be like, boy. Do you know that Gerard Butler's in it? No. Oh no! <laughs> he sings. Oh no! Sing for 
Tommy, my angel of music. Look forward to that next time on Popcorn on Profile. The gift shop sketch. Wait. No. No, you ruined my sweet outro this time <laughs> on the gift shop sketch. We're not doing that weird Weber and Mitchell bit. Wait, which Weber Mitchell Weber bit? The gift shop sketch bit. Which one's the... Next time on the gift shop sketch. I'd like to buy a gift. It looks like Robert's going to want to buy a gift. We'll find out what happens next time on the gift shop sketch. Welcome back to the gift shop sketch. Previously, we've had. I'd like to buy a gift. Is what Robert said at the start. That like it's just this. That's the whole bit. It's the whole thing for like two minutes, and then for the credits of that episode, they put the actual sketch, like the actual runtime of the sketch, and it's like thirty seconds. That's it's pretty funny. That's like that's the same energy as like the it's the football. No, we're going with the weird sketch. weird outro that ends in us doing the sketch. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.